Masters of the Underground, live from the Abyss, the podcast by artists for artists. I'm your host, Saved by Paris. And before we get into today's episode, be sure to keep up with us on Twitter at Masters of the UG or on Instagram at Masters of Underground. If you're a music artist, you definitely want to tap in with us for free. Spotify playlisting, reviews, reactions to your music, and so much more. Like I said in the previous episode, I do have something planned for you guys to highlight dope upcoming artists, so stay tuned for that. And uh, before we get into today's episode, I do need to address something. In the previous episode, I mentioned that Lil Dicky's Dave was a better show than Childish Gambino's Atlanta. And listen, I made that statement before I got to season four of Atlanta. I'm a little late. I'm caught up on Dave. I'm now in the, the latest, the last season of Atlanta, I believe. And uh, yeah, I'm going to have to recant my uh, statement. Uh, Atlanta has Dave beat, of course. Childish Gambino does these episodes that kind of break away from the main story in the show Atlanta. Um, There'll be episodes completely void of the uh, of the cast of the story. It's a, it's a it's it follows maybe a family who um, like for instance this white family who um, has a black maid. She passes away. They go to a, a black funeral and and they deal with uh, uh, that experience. Uh, there's another episode where you have this mixed kid, which like I'm mixed and I couldn't tell he was mixed until. <laughs> I saw him in the truck with his father who was black. And then it kind of just speaks on like, you know, identity issues for, you know, biracial uh, people and then, you know, testing your blackness, stuff like that. And so at first, these type of episodes kind of pissed me off a little bit because you're following the story of the main cast and they do these breakaway episodes. But now that now that I'm watching it and I'm truly understanding it. I'm digging it because it gives you like that Twilight Zone, Black Mirror type um, vibe. And so, yes, it kind of disrupts the storyline, uh, the, the story of uh, Paperboy and Earn. But this is why I guess Childish Gambino is as great as he is and, and who he is because th- these decisions were positives in my opinion and and I'm true and I'm finally appreciating that now that I'm in the uh, final season these breakaway episodes so yes I like to recant my statement Atlanta is a much better show than Dave and now that we got that out the way let's get into today's episode and uh the theme of this show uh, of of this episode is uh top five and the reason I bring this up is because I responded to a tweet by NFR podcast on Twitter asking for people's top five artists of all time. You know, I had to give my two cents. And uh, it just made me kind of want to speak in a more, elaborate more, and and then just speak on top fives in general. And I do want to say this, that I'm tired of motherfuckers playing this safe with their top five list. Yes, you should take into account achievements, accolades, impact, but I think you should also take into consideration influence and how that artist made you feel and and how that artist has impacted not only the world, but you. And so I see these top five lists and they're all the fucking same, bro. It's, it's Tupac, Biggie, 
Jay-Z, Kanye West, Eminem, you know, they're, they're all the, the same, the same. Um, every now and then you get an, an oddball. You might get a Nicki Minaj, who is very deserving of top five. You might get a Drake or a, um, who, who else? A J. Cole, a Kendrick Lamar. But for the most part, these top five lists are all the same. People are playing it safe. They're not, you know, I don't know if they're just saying it because this is the go-to list of what people give if they're scared of how people will receive their true top five or if I think they're playing it safe, but fuck all that. We're not playing it safe over here on Masters of the Underground. We're going to keep it real. So I do want to give my top five. And yes, some of the artists I named will be on my top five. A lot of them will not be, and I'll speak on that after. But let's just start, you know, top five all time. Say by Paris list, you know. So starting off with number. And actually, these aren't in no particular order. But when I do say number one, number two, that's just so you guys can follow along. But they're not in no particular order, you dig? So just starting off, man, this guy is someone who I do think should be in everyone's top five, regardless of what I just previously stated. And that is, of course... Tupac Shakur. Um, yeah, uh, Tupac was just, uh, you know, he was, he was a very intriguing artist. His his aura, everything about him was interesting. His start before he was a rapper, you know, his, his mom and his father were Black Panthers. He was, uh, his mom was pregnant with him while she was on trial for uh, being labeled a terrorist by white America. Um yeah, his his life story is just so interesting. His beginning, you know, getting into hip hop, he started with Digital Underground. Uh, a lot of a lot of people forget that or or don't take the time to learn that history. And if you are a hip hop enthusiast, if you do make music in the hip hop genre, you should be studying your history. And Tupac's just one of those guys I think everyone should either have on their list or or be familiar with. But um, with that being said, um. I do think Biggie was a better lyricist, but not by much. I mean, if I had to give him a NBA 2K overall type shit, I'd, I'd give Biggie a, a 97 and Pac a 94. But uh, in terms of lyricism, but I do think Pac was the better artist. I think he told stories that could make you cry. He, for a lot of people, he was the first artist to make them cry. Um he did everything to the best of his ability, whether it was making movies, making music, poems, writing, you know, all this shit. And I, I don't know. I think he was just a very intriguing character. I think he was himself throughout his whole career, just amplified, especially uh, in, you know, in his final his final years with Death Row Records and 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 whatnot, and him just turning it to the max. Um, his his story is, is very interesting. I think it should be studied. Uh, and it has, there's tons of documentaries, tons of movies, tons of shows based around Tupac. And actually, I will recommend you guys uh, probably the best documentary I've ever seen on Tupac. And that's Hulu's Dear Mama. It just came out. It's directed by uh, the Hugh Brothers. If you remember, the Hugh Brothers did a few of Tupac's music videos. Tupac ended up getting into a fight with one of them or, or maybe both of them. I, I don't quite remember. But um and then he later apologized, of course, for that before his death. But uh, I, I think it's a very well put together documentary. Probably one of the best hip hop documentaries ever. I put that over Juice Worlds, over X's, over Peeps. 
you know, it was just very well told. It focused on him and his mother, and it was done by people close to him, so it was done correctly. Uh, moving on, yeah, uh, had to give Tupac his flowers, of course, one of the greatest of all time. But moving on to number two on my list, and that is a guy who has spanned across, you know, four decades. He's adapted to every single era of rap in his life, uh, gangster rap and, you know, been a rock star and mumble rap and auto-tune rap, whatever you want to call this shit. He's, he's been at the forefront of it all, in my opinion. And that is the greatest of all time, Lil Wayne. And, uh, yeah, a, a lot of people, I, I don't think this, I don't think Lil Wayne it will be a, a far-fetched top five. I think, I think a lot of people might at least consider him top 10, maybe top 20. Um, but for me, he's top five, and really, he's top two, and and that's him and him and Pac, in my opinion. But uh, yeah, he's just someone who has adapted to every single thing in hip hop. He's never stay stagnated. You get a lot of these artists, and I'm gonna use this person as an example, but like Eminem, who I feel like has never truly evolved. Lil Wayne evolves like a revolving door. He stays ahead of the curve, and that's why he's still relevant today after being in the game for damn near 40 years. And um, he's someone who has influenced, of course, 80% of today's rap, the uh, rap music, you know, the rap game. And you can look at that as a good or bad thing, but let's be clear. The face tattoos, I can't name another artist before Lil Wayne, and I'm not talking a face tattoo here, a face tattoo here or here, if you're watching the video version. Uh, no, he's someone who has had his entire face tatted. I don't know another artist before him who popularized that. I can't use my words. You know what I'm trying to say. Uh, made it popular. Um, now and today, that's so that's so common. You know, Little Pump, XXXTacion, uh, Little Skies, and these are guys who, are, of course, influenced by Wayne, uh, not only musically but the face tats. I mean, Wayne did that. And, uh, of course, auto-tune, I feel like when you think of auto-tune, there's two guys that you think of, and that's Lil Wayne and T-Pain, and, and they both reinvented it in two different ways. Uh, you know, the T-Pain way, you know, completely altering his voice, even though he could sing, but it was like he put that motherfucker on there and cranked it to 100 and then put it on there again and cranked it again. And it worked. It worked well for T-Pain. Where Lil Wayne kind of does it differently is almost relying on it in the sense of singing. Like, let's be honest, Wayne, Wayne's not the greatest singer, right? But Auto-Tune enhanced that for him, but it was like not in the in the necessarily in the way of where it's not noticeable. A lot of artists will use Auto-Tune and it's not noticeable. But for Lil Wayne, it was very noticeable, the same as T-Pain. So that's why I got to put those guys there as far as reinventing auto-tune or 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 innovating it shall i say innovating auto-tune um yeah he, he just has that that mumble raspy voice it just works well with wayne um and yeah he's just that guy bro he, he's 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 that guy uh <laughs> he's influenced me since day one you know i've been a wayne wayne fan since the carter uh what one or two whichever one had go dj on i think that was one and just think of all the errors of Wayne. I mean, Carter 1 and Carter 2, completely two different albums. Carter 2 and Carter 3, completely two different albums. 
I mean, he stays ahead of the curve, and he's a guy who I feel like doesn't get his flowers enough in terms of being compared to guys like Kanye, Jay-Z, and uh, Eminem. But I put Eminem, or I put Wayne above all those guys, so that's just me. But uh, moving on to number three on my list, but doesn't necessarily mean he's three on my list. <laughs> uh, that was lame as hell. This guy reminds me of a modern-day Tupac. I'm, of course, talking about Kendrick Lamar. His album, Two Pimp a Butterfly, is one of the best rap albums of all time. All time. And, um, yeah, his storytelling is just immaculate, similar to Pox. He, he, could, he could tells a great story. Um, he, he, the way he manipulates his voice, I mean, he go from the, the crying high-pitched Kendrick to the deep voice Kendrick to the, uh, the blend of the two. And, yeah, he was just a guy that when he came on the scene, I mean, I remember hearing don't, uh, Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe for the first time. I'm like, this guy is someone who's going to take over the game in a different way that we've seen before. And he came at a perfect time. I mean, we are at a time where, you know, Wayne was, of course, at the forefront. You had uh, Drill coming up. You had guys like, you know, Chief Keith. You know, Chance coming up at the time. And, uh, of course, you had Cole. Cole was always there. But, yeah, Kendrick just brought something different at the right time. And I think that's why he's done so well. And uh, a lot of people are either going to find him annoying because of his voice or they're going to find him to be a genius, a, pro- a prodigy, if you will. And, uh, yeah, I just I, – I like everything he does. And To Pimp a Butterfly, top five best rap albums of all time. And, personally, Damn is one of the – top 10 maybe top 20 albums of all time in my opinion so yeah Kendrick definitely deserves his flowers and he's on my top five list uh let's go ahead and move on to number four this is a guy who's personally influenced me in my music my entire life I've I followed this dude forever man from from when I first found him on MySpace in like 2010 2011 um he's a guy who I feel like did not receive the recognition he deserved during his lifetime and this is of course Mac Miller, and shout out Mac, I'm wearing a Mac shirt, you dig, but um, yeah, man, uh, I, I feel like Mac is someone who you won't really see on your top five list, uh, and I I don't know if that's because when he came out with the, you know, the frat rap and the cheesy raps, if that just kind of hindered him, but of course, if you're a Mac fan, you know that that does not define him. And, uh, of course, he's a white rapper in a black genre, but he is, in my opinion, probably not counting Eminem because Eminem does get a lot of love from his peers. But he's probably the only other white rapper who I think was just loved by everyone in his fucking genre and his his peers, his community, his fans, everyone alike. I mean, you could not hate Mac Miller. He was himself. He was genuine. And he fucking kept evolving too bro and and that's why i feel like he didn't get the recognition he deserved i mean switching from that frat rap shit to you know the sound of the experimental shit from uh watching movies with the sound off and even uh macadelic oh man i I still keep both of those projects in constant rotation to today man he was uh he was a once in a lifetime artist and unfortunately with his passing he didn't get to finish his story but he was heading in a different direction with his music i mean you hear swimming in circles i mean that it's like a whole nother mac i mean he was tapping into like true artistry like 
the weekend Michael Jackson type level, in my opinion. And uh, and I know he he's always loved rap. He did want to come back um, to it, and I don't know if if he ever got to even start on that project, if, or if it's just completely was just an idea that he never got around to. And uh, of course, he has a ton of shit that's unreleased. Still, he got the of course Pink Slime, which man, I remember first hearing about that with him and Pharrell. Oh my God, I I, I can't believe that never dropped. That would have been that would have been one of the fucking at the time probably one of the biggest projects of the year and uh i don't know why that never came out but pharrell just he amplifies everyone he works with he he brings them up so that would have been some crazy shit but yeah do you let me ask you guys you know i'm put a poll in in on the spotify uh podcast so if you're watching this on youtube head over to spotify or leave a comment below but do you feel like mac miller received the recognition he deserved during his lifetime and do you feel like if he didn't that he has now, or do you think he's still one of those guys that people just aren't showing him the love that he deserves? Let me know. Now, last on my top five list, everyone I've said so far, you're probably like, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Okay. Now we're at, at the end of the road. You haven't heard no Kanye. You haven't heard Eminem. You haven't heard of J. Cole. You haven't heard of Jay-Z or Biggie Smalls. Uh, yeah, and you're not going to hear any of those guys because my top five, like I said, is a blend of not only people who have had an impact on the world, but also on me who has influenced me. And I feel like everyone's top five list should have this. And uh, I'm just going to go out and say it. But my top, my number five in my top five is B.O.B. Yeah, yeah, you're probably like, what the fuck? B.O.B., uh, really? Uh, if you are one of those guys scratching your head like, what the fuck? You put B.O.B. over, you know, those guys that I just named? Hell fucking yeah. Listen, people put Lupe Fiasco and Kid Cudi in their top five, but they always leave B.O.B. out of discussion. I'm tired of the B.O.B. hate. I'm tired of people not giving him the recognition he deserves. And if you got Lupe or Kid Cudi in your top five, like, come on, B.O.B. is a much better artist than those guys. You can make a an argument for Kid Cudi, but Lupe, ah, like, no, nah, like, the kick push. Hell no, nah, like, yeah, he was a, a good artist, but I wasn't the biggest Lupe fan. I was always B.O.B. I mean, he had a phenomenal three-album run with Grand Hustle, you know, Adventures of Bobby Ray, Strange Clouds, Underground Luxury. I mean, you cannot sit here and act like B.O.B. did not dominate the radio in the early 2010s. I mean, Nothing On You with Bruno Mars, which when you think of a rap and R&B crossover, that should be, like, top 10. Like, let's be honest. Like, that shit was just done so, so well. You had fucking Nothing On Me. You had Magic, Airplanes, uh, Headband With Two Chains, and, uh, you know, I'm sure there's others that I can't think of. But, yeah, you, you're not going to sit here and act like... Bobby Ray was not on the fucking radio. Every time you turned on any station, B.O.B. was on that motherfucker. And I think the reason y'all leave him out the discussion is because of his fucking conspiracy theories, which he's acknowledged, you know, it's led to him getting blackballed. It's led to him becoming taken as a meme, not a serious rapper. Y'all let that flat earth shit cloud your judgment. But if you truly listen to the discography that B.O.B. has put out, it's one of the well one of the most well-put discographies, in my opinion. Um, and then, you know, after the flat earth shit, and he, you know, he kind of quote-unquote fell off. 
can't lie, he regained the attention of fans and new listeners with his Element series, series like uh, Water, Fire, Earth, and whatever the fucking other one is. Like, y'all not gonna sit here and act like y'all wasn't bumping that shit. Like, y'all... Like, like, come on, bro. Let's let's stop. Let's stop acting like Bob. Not that guy. Let's stop hating on Bob. He's he's independent now. He's no longer with Grand Hustle, so you're not gonna hear him in a mainstream success. And and really, a lot of his later projects have been hit and miss in terms of mainstream success. But he still has received positive reviews. Uh, one of one of the mixtapes off off the top is Ether, which uh, you know had a, a conscious hip hop. Themes. I think you should check that out. It's, uh, I believe, 2017 Project Ether. Um, I do have here that, like, in my opinion, Somnia is probably his best mixtape during his independent run. And it just has a great blend of 2013 Bob and Experimental Bob. Y'all should check it out. But, yeah, man, we're not going to sit here. We're not going to keep keep disrespecting Bob. We're not going to keep keeping him out of the motherfucking discussion. Y'all y'all want to put Kid Cudi and, and, and Lupe on y'all top five. Look, B.O.B. was better. B.O.B. was better, and here's why he was better. So many people were comparing him to Andre 3000. Literally one of the that, – that, that, that's a guy that I could put on my top five list. Definitely top ten. But B.O.B. was being compared to Andre 3000. Like, come on, bro. You don't just get compared to a guy of that status for no reason. Like, y'all y'all, y'all sleeping, bro. Y'all sleeping. And, uh, yeah, that's my top five. Um, you know, I didn't have Eminem. Who I'm not the biggest fan of anyway, but I'm not gonna deny his ability, his lyricism, his storytelling, his his slim shady shit is some some great shit. You know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hate on him. Him gets a lot of love from his peers. I'm not gonna hate on, you know, someone like 50 Cent. 50 Cent had one of the best albums of all time as well. Uh, I'm not gonna hate on Kanye, who I will say I feel like the longer he stayed in the game, the the less the more diluted and watered down his discography has come, and that's particularly because of his views. He's ruining his image, in my opinion. But he stays true to himself, so you can't really knock him. And he's always had the that nigga crazy rumors and and speculations and shit. So, uh, but I'm not gonna hate on Kanye. I'm not gonna hate on Hove. Hove gets a lot of love. Um, Biggie, you know, guys like that. But I feel like y'all gotta stop playing it safe with these top five lists, you know. Y'all gotta, y'all gotta, let, let's be real. Stop being scared of how people are gonna judge you and how people are gonna view your top five and how they're gonna discredit you. Like, you know, talk about that shit and, and have, have a, have, have faith in yourself. Um, I will say, uh, you're probably surprised I didn't have like, you know, an XXXTentacion or a Juice World in my top five. Two guys who have, uh, especially X have, in terms of newer artists have really influenced me musically and uh creatively. Um they just they just didn't have enough time on this earth. And it's it's really unfortunate because I think those two guys, if they were still here, would be two of the biggest artists in the world. And like only thing really that would have held X back was his controversy his past and whatnot, but we all know he was changing and blue hair era X was one of the, one of his best eras. So what a, what a way to end your life, you know, changing who you are, who you were known as becoming your true self. And yeah, it's just unfortunate that these guys passed. Cause like I said, if, if they were still here, they would be, they would be dominating this shit. I mean, juice world was already tapping into international waters 
X would have been right there with them, and, and they would have been at the forefront of places like fucking Rolling Loud and Coachella. Those guys, those guys deserve their flowers too. And if they were on this earth a little bit longer, they would be in my top five of all timeless. But with that being said, I would probably consider them top 10, maybe top 15. Uh, another guy that I would have at another point in time considered in my top five list was Chance the Rapper. Uh, if you remember Chance, like the acid rap and even um, the project after that. Um, God, I can't think of the name, uh, but it had like Lil Wayne and 2 Chains, and I, It was more mainstream, but even that album, I mean, Chance was was just on a fucking trajectory upwards and he fucking he the big day really ruined that i mean they left a bad taste in my mouth and a lot of other people's mouth and i feel like chance will never reach that peak again not that he's necessarily a bad artist but there's there's a point in time when i was like yo chance is gonna be bigger than drake and he just i don't know and and maybe it's because he's he stopped doing drugs so maybe that had an effect on his you know experimental music you know acid rap was yeah, another guy who I thought was going to be bigger than Drake was Juice World, and that's why I said if Juice and X was still here, they would be two of the biggest artists in the game. So I hate to leave those guys off my top five list, but I'm still going to give them the flowers, still going to give them the recognition that they deserve, you dig? And, uh, yeah, with that being said, stop being a motherfucking pussy with your top five list. Stop playing it safe. Now, don't go out here saying some little Zan type shit calling Tupac boring because he was far from that. Don't say some shit like that. Don't kill your career. Don't little Yachty yourself, which, hey, shit, props to Yachty, man. He went and did his research afterwards. But don't get on here saying, I ain't never heard a Tupac song. I ain't never heard a Biggie song. Like, y'all study your history. Give people their flowers and recognition. But don't be motherfucking scared to give a good top five list. And, uh, yeah, with that being said, this has been... Masters of the Underground Podcast. You can follow me on all socials personally at Saved by Paris, or you can head over to the official Masters of the Underground, Masters of the UG, however you want to cut it, and uh, follow me on there. Stay up to date. This is the podcast by artists for artists. So if you are an artist, tap in with me, and uh, let's get you the recognition that you deserve. All right, y'all. Y'all have a good one, and peace.